Before we start the show, I want to thank the thousands of you, the thousands who have read This Book Will Make You Dangerous. Many of you have told me that the book's unique way of exploring fear, confidence, and purpose has had a lasting impact, that it's much easier for you to get clarity and direction about what really matters and what you want to do in this lifetime. It's also amazing to hear that quite a few of you have read it multiple times and even bought copies for friends, so thank you again. Just in case you weren't aware, I created a free companion video course for the book. And in these videos, I walk you through the big takeaways and practices from each chapter. And I even cover some extra stuff that's not included in the book. Information on how to access the course is in newer versions of the book. And if you own an older version of the book and you don't know how to access the course, just hit me up via the contact form at triplinear.com and we'll get you all set up. And one last thing, if you're one of the thousands who have already read the book, please consider leaving an honest review on Amazon so that others can decide if it's right for them. Again, thank you so much for reading. This book will make you dangerous. And now let's start the show. You are listening to the new man beyond the macho jerk and the new age wimp. Your host is men's coach, Trip Lanier. Who knew spiritual retreats could be so funny or disgusting? And what if the most valuable skill is the ability to laugh at yourself? Today, my buddy Ray and I look back on our years as retreat junkies. We were the jackasses, the Johnny Knoxville and Wee Man of personal development. Join us as we share some of our most humiliating, unflattering, and disgusting stories along the road to becoming better men. After listening to this, I'm not so sure we've evolved all that much. A little warning. If you're sensitive to immature guy humor, bodily functions, or just plain silliness, then please sit this one out. If you're able to appreciate the humor in all areas of life, then come along. Have some fun at our expense. You and I have done, we've done so many spiritual retreats, um, it's it's easy to get talk about that stuff and, and like get a little high and mighty about it, a little uh, a little look how great I am I do all this spiritual or personal development um, and but there there's moments that when you and I sit down and talk about this stuff that it it it's not high and mighty it, it's humbling and it's really just downright funny we've done so many things whether it's, it's meditation retreats or like Peruvian or South American medicine retreats. Um, uh, just men's retreats, lots of lots of men's groups, lots of men's circles we've done together, um, and it's just been embar. I've I've been embarrassed a lot. I've had gone through some really like <laughs> I was looking at my stories, and most of them have something to do with bodily fluids. So if you're listening to this and you're squeamish or you're easily offended or you're grossed out. If you're a woman, you're probably going to want to sit this one out. It's gross. So, <laughs> but I, I wanted to have this because I think it's important that we're able to laugh at ourselves and not take personal development or spiritual spiritual development too seriously. And I, that's one of the reasons why I think you and I became such good friends. Is you came from a, a background of uh, corporate sales, Silicon Valley, that world, and and we met in this world. Like I, I had my own business in media, and we came together. We kind of found each other in this realm, and so we had one foot out there in the quote unquote real world, and then we also um, were doing this 
a lot of crazy shit. Like we were doing a lot of crazy stuff on the weekends. We were we were retreat junkies. Would you would you yeah. call yourself a retreat junkie? <sighs> retreat junkie is probably a good term. It's like I went over the top. You know, I I was all in, and then I started looking back at. We were having this conversation. I started looking back at like all that time period, and I started listing all the number of retreats I went to. And I'm like, oh my god, that was one person going to all those. Did you get so, a little yeah. like sticker or a badge for everyone? You like put them on the back of your car, right? Well, you know how the Boy Scouts <laughs> have those things on their on their sort of suspenders, right? I've got a bunch of those little honor badges. So yeah, I've got several of them. <laughs> you know, I, I remember when I first started getting into this world. One of the first things I did wasn't so much public. It was um, I did one of those ten day vipassana retreats, a meditation retreat where you take oh, a, a vow of silence. And, um, that was, that was incredible. I mean, I had such an incredible experience from that and I recommend it to my clients left and right. But I remember going in like the first few days, my mind did nothing but think about sex. And I thought, I think I thought all I did was think about every woman I'd ever seen on the planet and imagined having sex with her. And then once I went through every woman on the planet, I started to think of combinations of women to have sex with. And it was just this nonstop. And I would just sit there. I was like, oh my God, I think I need to be committed because I don't, there's, what is wrong with my brain? Like it was like, just, you sealed, I sealed the exits, you know, that's what a meditation retreat does. And, and right. obviously it's a form of resistance and, and I went much deeper, <laughs> but those first few days and I've talked to other guys and like, man, was it just me or did all you think about was sex? And I was like, no, it wasn't. But yeah, you're like 16 year old reptilian brain was running oh the show for the first couple of God, days. Man, the it was horny just, teenager. Oh, it was, it was, it was painful to be that, that obsessed with it. Um, but then, then on the fourth day, I, and this is when I knew somebody had a sense of humor there. The fourth day, this is a 10 day retreat. The fourth day, somebody makes, it's like they prepare the food for you and, and it's this vegan, uh, menu basically. And you don't, you don't get to say what you want. You just show up in the mess hall and you eat and you don't talk to anybody. Well, somebody had made this bean dish, a bean dish and a meditation <laughs> retreat. So that afternoon, it was unbelievable. It was like a it was like a room of angry cats. It, it sounded men and women were just lighting the place up. It was just <laughs> you're like, hey, I thought this was a silent retreat. I man. thought it was a silent retreat, but it was not. It was just un it was unreal. It was I mean, it put blazing saddles to shame what happened in that meditation hall. And it even the point where it wasn't even funny, but I was like, I just was, it was one of those moments where I was like, are you paying attention here? Cause this is insane how much ass is being ripped right now. But, um, <laughs> you've got balls. I, I, I've, I've had friends have gone to those things and have gotten a lot out of them, but it's, a, this is one of the hardest things I've ever done. It's, 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 it's somehow it being the workshop junkie. I never made it to one of those, even though it's not really a workshop, but it's super intense experience. So good for you. Yeah, and I, I, it was one of the first ones I did, and it, and it gave me a baseline. It's like, well, if I could get through that, if I could, you know, grow from that and complete that, that that I knew that I could go do lots of other crazy stuff. So it was, um, and it was great to have fun in there too. Like, it, it, to not take it so seriously. I think that's the whole point of this conversation is that it's so easy to take this this development stuff so seriously. So yeah, having an afternoon of of intense farting was well, um, was good. What was your what was your first uh, your your first weekend junkie? experiential seminar what, can you remember back to when that was for you i think that was it i think that was my first thing that i did was that 10-day retreat like the, like in terms of like a serious uh thing like that um i did a i did a costa rica i did a men's retreat down in costa rica and i remember this here's another bodily thing but they, <laughs> we had a kava ceremony you know where it's like you basically drink this root that's mud 
it turns it into a mud. And, and the, <laughs> the guy who's the master of ceremonies, I can't remember the name, what, what we would call him, some kind of shaman. You know, he just keeps sending me these cups. It's a beautiful ceremony, and and I just I drink so much mud. I drink enough mud to like pave a road, and I paid for it the next day. Like I I couldn't go any. I couldn't squat. I couldn't like move really quick, or else I would just it would just fly out of me. And it was, and I I had I had problems for like months after that. Like I I got some bug or something down there. Our water our water got contaminated, but it was. It was gnarly. <laughs> Sounds like a great experience. <laughs> I paid wear, for that. Yeah, you had, to, you, had to, you had to wear a diaper for a month after yeah. your retreat to Costa Rica. That's sweet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to hear about you. I know that we both have some experience with David Data. I think that's how you and I met. Was uh, was that you were I, you when I first met you? you were kind of like one of those David Data warrior guys. Like you were kind of doing. I remember how you walked. You had this certain thing. Like I am a man. I'm. I'm <laughs> I am present. I am. Uh, I am going to be a man now. Uh, it's like a Terminator. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was. <laughs> but you, you had some experience. You did something at at like they were doing a filming of something or an audio recording. What was that? Well, I had been kind of involved in that work. I read that book like probably a lot of guys have the way of the superior man, um, and something like spoke to me in it and stuff. But yeah, if you take the book literally, you can become very militant and robotic about. You know, you kind of miss the point of his message, but that's true so, for anything, right? You can turn into yeah. a fundamentalist. Yeah, yeah, you know. So it's like I had to, you have to just loosen up around it because you start playing that game with women. They're like, "What the hell, dude? Like, Who's this chill guy? out. <laughs> Who is this guy? Who is this guy?" I'm going to eye-gate. open you to God. I am going to be present and I gaze with you. Come here. I'm going to claim my woman, like that kind of stuff, you know? So uh, I started like leading these, like I, I was just a sales guy back then. So I was kind of doing these gatherings, these practice gatherings where some of David Data's teachers would get together. I would market it, fill the room, and they'd have these monthly practice gatherings. So those guys knew I was into the work. And then at one point, one of the teachers who I'd been working with over the last six months said, hey, David's in town. He needs some guys for... Um, uh, for a studio audience, he's doing an audio recording that sounds true in Boulder for the way of the superior man. I'm like, I'm in. And I get there and it's literally me and one other guy. That was the studio audience. <laughs> and, and I'm like, here's this guy that, you know, who I idolize, you know, right? Here's the leader of the robots. And I'm like, I'm sitting in front of him. You know, and here's this guy's written all these books I've read. So it was a cool experience. So we basically talked to him and asked questions from the book. And if he wasn't annoyed with you, he'd answer the question. So the first day, just this guy, Chris, and I were asking <laughs> questions. A great point, by the way. <laughs> yeah. If he's not annoyed with you, he'll answer your question. Yeah, he gave you the scowl. Like, did you just ask that question, idiot? And I was sweating. <laughs> and I'm like, oops. One time he didn't even acknowledge my question. And so it was like, oh, I guess I missed the mark on that one. But day two, he said, he said hey, do you guys have partners? I want you to bring with tomorrow we'll do some exercises so I, I called that woman who i blew out for that date and said hey here's a cool opportunity if you want to do it it's like oh i know dave i'd love to i didn't really know her though so here we are like i think it was end up being three or four couples you know men and women couples and he would lead us through a series of exercises all to open your body and be present expand and it was always about opening her heart you know uh, with only words, that, it, 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 long story, but you know, I won't get into it. But I wish there's a video of this. I would love to see you so, flounder around. So, so I'm like, okay, so open her heart just with words, and I'm I was good at the eye gaze and stuff. But this is a you know, you got like people watching you do this now. And one of the things he talked about was accessing your dark side. So his point was, if you access your dark side and do it with an open heart, uh, then you can actually open up a woman and she'll do whatever you want. 
you know, and when I when I say dark side, I mean it goes into your kinky, dark, sexual fantasy yeah. side. Not you your not up, your serial killer. Yeah, not your. And I'm not talking about being a serial killer. I'm just talking about like, hey, the naughty side of you that you kind of <laughs> repress or exercise with porn or whatever. So so literally, you know, she sat in front of you and he started like guiding you, uh, and 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 having you say things. And the exercise was this: if she felt opened by your comment, she'd say go. D- deeper go deeper and if she'd not she'd give you coaching saying oh, i'm checking out like that's lame i'm checking out so she would challenge you to open her up with and and it and i was like okay so what am i gonna say that's kind of naughty to like open her up and you know like i'm gonna tear your panties off she's like what really and i'm like oh my god so the guy next to me is already <laughs> that was your that was your ace in the hole right? that was my that was my opener <laughs> i'm gonna tear your panties off <laughs> here i am like squirming and the guy next to me had like found his darker side faster than me, you know? So here I am competing. Now it's like, a competition. Oh, he's darker fast. I got to turn it on here. So I started kind of. <laughs> I'm going to put a lamp up your ass. <laughs> I'm going to put a bar stool up there. <laughs> so I started listening to this guy and I'm like, I don't know what I can say on this podcast, but I started listening to this guy. Of course I was present to the woman in front of me, but I started listening to him and he's like, Oh, I'm going to put my tongue up here and up there. And I'm like, Oh my God, this is like no holes barred. So I started saying things that never come out of my mouth with another woman sitting across from me. And I didn't even know her. And people were watching me saying it. You know, it was the most graphic shit I've ever said to another human being. And at one point she had like a tear in her eye. She's saying darker. And I'm like, fuck, that was, I, I don't have anything left. That was as dark as it gets. I don't, I can't I'm gonna, even make, I could have need a tetanus even, shot after this. <laughs> I'm going to need like the breaking bad, breaking bad Walt yellow suit after this episode here. But it, it literally, I, I was squirming in my seat because she was actually opening up with all my dirty, raunchy, like, you know, suggestions. Mm. And I'd cover the bases, like midgets, twins, like circus <laughs> animals. Like there wasn't, there wasn't anything I didn't cover. I'm like, what do I do? So it was really just bizarre. And I'm like, what the hell? Like one minute I'm having tea in Boulder with this gal. And then the next minute I'm talking about doing circus animal tricks to her. And I just, so it was one of those bizarre things where I could kind of, he wrapped it all up with saying, hey, it's not, you know, not the words that come out of your mouth. It's, it's how you embody them. Right. That's what it's, it's, are you behind them and do they feel right. real for you? So yeah, what a, yeah. yeah, what a wild ride though, man. <laughs> and, and he was and like, Oh, this is legal, huh? Okay. Got it. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love that because you and I did, uh, uh, um, uh, South American medicine ceremony. We'll call it that. <clears throat> and speaking of dirty and weird, <laughs> of course, yeah. when you and I get in the room, Something's going to go downhill. But let's say that when you take this medicine, it, it, it invokes a lot of puking and uh, diarrhea. It's, it's, a, it's not a very clean evening. Uh, it's not a recreational uh, thing by any means. But I, I remember that you and I were, were, were sitting next to each other, and um, next to me was this attractive woman that was very full-breasted and 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 I was just minding my own business and but I was aware that there was an attractive woman next to me with 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 big boobs and and uh but you know what I'm here to do my spiritual work and I'm not here to be distracted you know here I am and so we're <laughs> <laughs> here I am and here she is <laughs> here I am and I'm going to act like that's not happening so um we're taking the medicine and this is it's an all night thing and I remember, you know, I'm traveling between realms. I'm in, in this world, uh, and then I'm in like in a dreamlike world. And 
um, at some point in the, at the in the evening, the we I don't know why why this happened, but the women, some of the women started to disrobe, at least their tops. Mm-hmm. And I remember I was like, oh, <laughs> like, I didn't, this was like, I didn't know that we were going to have Christmas. And um, <laughs> Here comes that 16 year old from the meditation room right. again. He's back. <laughs> right. Let's bring him back. Yeah. And I'm just trying to, okay, be cool. You know, be cool. And, and, but I, I did, I was like, oh, this is exciting. So, but there was a part in the ceremony where they lined us up in, in lines facing one another and you were directly in front of me. You were like just a, a few feet in front of me and you were blasted. You were somewhere else. You, uh, and, and I was topless too. By the you way, were, uh, yeah, I wasn't wearing a shirt either. Nobody's wearing shirts, and she's sitting next to me, like to my right. <laughs> and so, I there's some guy that's walking through. He the 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 shaman's going through. He's spitting in our faces, and yeah, you know, we, we pay for this stuff. And, and yeah, so, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to look over at her. I didn't want to. I didn't want to. I was trying to be respectful, but you you were sitting right in front of me, and, and I was like, oh, I'm just going to use telepathy. <laughs> To tell you to look over because you weren't looking at her. <laughs> and then I was like, and then you're just going to beam your images into my brain. Then this makes sense when you're on the Totally. Medicine. All is possible in that state. <laughs> so I couldn't get your attention, which is weird. I'm using all of my telepathic powers and I'm like, come on, Ray, look at me. And you're like, ah, you're drooling. And so <laughs> the next morning I was talking when we were more conscious, I was asking you about it and, and you were like, yeah, man, I was looking all over for you. I couldn't find you. And I was like, dude, I'm sitting three feet in front of you. How did you not see me there? It was dark. It, it was, was very dark. dark. Yeah, it was really dark. But apparently I, I, our telepathic bond, we didn't, we didn't have the Vulcan mind meld uh, there, but I was trying to get your attention um, uh, at that point, but I also remember from that night that um, I think it was the same night that um, you know because I, I was used to be a musician. I played some really lousy gigs, and I remember in the middle of the night, this sweet woman um, it picks up her guitar. She has this angelic voice, and she starts to sing these these songs. You know, it's kind of these folk, lovely songs. And and in the background, I'm just hearing this retching and you can hear people crapping their brains out in the bathroom and I'm just like this is gonna be the worst gig ever like I've played some bad gigs but no one's ever thrown up there's not a group of people throwing up while I've while I've been playing and I just remember like this is this is this would be terrible no there's no clapping no applause just no you know there there's a uh, there's a website the shaman did in Peru when I first did the 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 medicine down in Peru uh he has this website full of songs that he does he plays them with his guitar on medicine and he records them all. So when you go home from his retreat, you can listen to him in the comforts of your own home and go back to that, you know, time together where you were coming out both ends. Up, yeah. And literally like you can listen to the songs. He's playing the song on the guitar in the background. <laughs> you'll hear like, <laughs> you'll just hear that throughout the whole song. And at some point you're like, Oh, it's just, just one, other, one more instrument. <laughs> It's, it's the throat whistle, you know. It's yeah. Like, yeah that's but yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of purging going on. And they call that getting well. You know, you're releasing all the demons, so to speak. Sure. So, but yeah, it's it's not <laughs> this thing like, hey, let's just go uh, smoke a doobie and check out here. You it's know. like this deep roller coaster ride oh. where you're sitting in your shit for like multiple hours and you're Literally. seeing things. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, I, I've done more than I care to admit to, but. Uh, it was a really wild night with you there, and I looked up in the morning saying, "Is Trip gonna hate me? <laughs> I brought you here. <laughs> <laughs> is our friendship over?" 
<laughs> I, just, I was a little disappointed you couldn't find me during that. Was that was great? My, you were hi- you were hiding. I thought I thought you left. <laughs> no, I was in the uh, restroom. I was I spent a lot of that evening in spinning and in, in you know through the cosmos in that restroom, sitting on a toilet. So that was uh, well. At least uh, well, we went to one. It was actually snowing outside when it was done in Mexico, and it was snowing, and there was three feet of snow, and I literally was outside, and it was a whiteout, and I'm like, where am I? And like, uh, I literally was like. I have to get back inside. I was wearing yeah, a small little jacket. Yeah. yeah, it's like get me back Freaking inside. Die. There was what I did in Peru. I literally couldn't even walk to the door. I had to crawl to the door, <laughs> and then I got in the bathroom and I thought aliens were coming at me, and it was coming out both ends. And I was grabbing on the shower curtain, sitting on the can, and I imagined these guys with spinning eyes, with tongues that were like forked, and they were laughing at me, and they were pulling out my intestines. And literally, I, I mean, you know how sh- to spend the weekend, man. Yeah, That's I mean, that, that there was like on the bathroom walls, it was like I, I had colored the walls with everything coming out of me. So the next morning, my roommate comes home and like, he's like, hey, nice work on the bathroom, dude. I'm like, what are you talking about? I looked in there I'm like, oh, sorry, let me let me tighten this up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not it's not all about the puking and the in the in the crap no, it's, it's no. a really it's a really really cool experience and i don't want to minimize it but yeah it's yeah. certainly it's not for the faint of heart <laughs> no or the loose of of the caboose <laughs> the uh i want to i want i make fun of you a lot for this next story it's one of my favorite stories um the paintbrush dance. Will, will you? <laughs> oh, dude! You did actually at my wedding. You told the paintbrush dance. All I did. I, I told this story at your at your wedding. Yes, a lot I of my friends told other stories at your wedding, but I, I yeah, only you told could. This. Yeah. this was this was this got me enough. Like most of the people didn't even know I had this side of me in Boulder. It was like my little hidden secret, the workshop junkie side of me. But I went to this this it was this program. It was you know not to bore you to tears, but it was called somatic archaeology. And the point was, hey, you you carry stuff in your quote unquote air quote here energy body that gets passed on from generation to generation so if your parents were born in the depression era and they had a lot of fear and anxiety in their body that they would pass that energy on to their kids so her body of work you know and she said that can happen up to like seven generations or 200 years that that can be passed on so her work was like hey to break that cycle in your family lineage you do the somatic archaeology work where you dig deep into your energy body and remove that energy well i said all right well i've I've crapped in Peru. I've, you know, I've done all these. <laughs> so why not? Here's another. Let's do, so, I think that's what the stage we were like, let's do it. Yeah. Why I'll not? do it. Like, we were like know, the I'll, jackass guys of, of, of spiritual spirit. Yeah, yeah. That was it. We were like, go. yeah, let's do it. I'll, I'll go, I'll go throw <laughs> up there. That you, sounds you were good. like Johnny Knoxville when I was a little, little guy. Um, <laughs> you man. Don't have a can. So I, I, I was sitting there and she, you know, she's good. She knows her stuff and she's got her psychology degree and this is her body of work. And I was all fired up. <laughs> And I get there and I'm looking around and I'm like, I'm the only like sort of dude in here. And this is like, okay, so I'm uncomfortable again. And then the whole day we're sitting there and she's just talking, talking, talking. So of course, you know, I've, I've, at this point, I think I was leading workshops. And so I, of course I had feedback for about how workshops should work. So I said, you know, you know, Hey, you know, I just gotta let you know, like I I was hoping to have more experiential learning experience this weekend. And we just talked all day and I just kind of found it like flat. Well, well, tomorrow have, I mean, yeah, I didn't really put a, put a little bow around. I just was like pretty blunt about it. I said, well, tomorrow be any more experiential. She's like, oh, good feedback, Ray. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll do some of that tomorrow. So I'm like, oh, great. <laughs> Sit good your ass down. Sleep. You got it coming I, now, yeah, boy. I come back and, and she's like, okay, so we got some feedback yesterday that we should have some experiential stuff. So we'll start the day off with some body stuff. And I'm like, oh, okay, good. 
<laughs> Ray, the, Ray like body. Ray yeah. like body. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm like me like body. So we go down and she literally pulls out. <laughs> I don't know if it was an eight track player. And mind you, this is like the end of the, you know, almost 2010 or no, 2006. And so here we are. She pulls out like a recorder with a cassette tape. When we're, we all moved on to MP3 files and CDs. She pulls like a cassette recorder out and starts playing this really like crazy pan flute music with eagles and stuff in the background. And she's taking us to this guided meditation. Is it like a pot guided- rolling down a hill? Like somebody yeah, just tossed a pot and it's exa- exactly. Yeah. I'm like, I've got that I'm like, record. I got it's that like, record. close your eyes, get in a big circle. And I'm like, uh oh. And it gets louder and she's getting into it. I'm like, what? What's gonna happen here? So where it leads, I forget the whole buildup, but the but the money shot was this. It's like, so imagine that your arms are extensions of paintbrushes, and so you're painting, and imagine the top of your head's got a paintbrush, and imagine your chest has got paintbrushes, and so <laughs> you're moving around the room and painting the room with all of your various paintbrushes, and like <laughs> skipping around the room, and I'm like, literally, my mercury was going through the roof. I'm like, oh, I just fucked myself up. I said I want experiential, and now I'm pissed off, and I got more feedback. From so, so obviously, obviously her her program was working because I was getting really pissed and bringing a lot of stuff for me. So I had some more feedback for her, and of course, uh, hold on, no, I want to get the image here because is, you've got paintbrushes on your on your nipples. Is that right? I think it was my nipples, yeah. the top of my head, <laughs> my arms, and I, I think below the waist. I think that's where it stopped. I don't think there's any more paintbrushes. This is a little tiny paintbrush down there. The, okay, so I just love the image of you with the paintbrushes. You're using your nipples as paintbrushes and dancing around the room, being all pissed off. Okay, I just want to anchor that image because it's so beautiful. Yeah, okay. that was a that was a first trip. <laughs> definitely a first. <laughs> well, I, let's talk about some men's work stuff because you and I we we met in a men's group and we've led lots of men's stuff together. Um, I, I I remember I was uh, I had a I found my calling. I remember we, I was in San Francisco <laughs> at an event there. And this guy had, had just gotten circled. He'd just gone through a big process and had a big revelation. And so I, 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 there wasn't a lot of sp- room in this space. So I took him up to the roof of the place. It's like a three-story building. And this guy's really emotional. I'm just being present with him. I'm just hanging around. I, I've got my arm around him, and I'm just supporting him. And, uh, and he's like, I, I think I'm going to throw up. And I'm like, yeah, okay, that's, that's totally fine. And he, and he goes over to the side. And there's this, this, you know, we're in San Francisco. There's this shishi like, cafe across the street. And people over there that are too cool for school are over there drinking their, their, little, their little coffees, their, their $8 coffees or whatever. Lattes, yeah. Yeah. And this guy just starts to retch over the side. <laughs> and he's puking basically right near them. And I, and I just had this moment, though, like, because at that point in my life, I was really trying, like, what am I going to do with myself? What am I here to do? What, what's my calling? And this guy's puking over the side, and, and I hear it, and I'm like, this is what you do. This is your work. You support men in their healing. You support men to be more of themselves. And I'm like, oh, you got to be fucking kidding me. <laughs> How do I put this on a business card? Yeah, oh, yeah, well, you know, like when you're throwing up off the side of a building, yeah, I'm your guy. I'm there to help you out with that. I'm, I'm there through thick and thin. <laughs> but it seems like you 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 tend to be more nude when you're working with guys. Is that is that fair to say? You like to be you like to take your pants off when you're working with men. Yeah, there was a guy that used to live with me that liked to be. He just liked to be nude a lot, you know. And I'm a little older than me, loved the guy, but any chance he got to be nude, he was nude. So I was learning. I was really deeply into men's work, and I did my powerful weekend, and I was going through the leadership training stuff. And part of that was you were doing you would lead 
one segment of a 10 week integration group after your big weekend. And you had kind of elders there that were helping you mentor. Right. Yeah. I'd never led a men's workshop before. So it's like, it was a little edgy and I'm like, oh, how do you do this? Here's these poor souls that just like open their hearts and going through all their shit. And now all of a sudden you're responsible for an evening of their, um, their growth. And so, right. so, so we get to the meeting and of course the guy there is like, you know, I know you're on today, Ray, but I think I think it's time to like work with uh, men's shame around body image. I'm like, I didn't see that on the menu for tonight. <laughs> like, what are you What are you talking about? I said, so what? So what do you mean? What What, what does that mean for you? Like, he said, well, I, I think we should just do this one nude. I'm like, what? Nude? I said, so me up in front of the room, nude. I'm like. Uh, so I'm like, great. So now I'm, I feel like I'm back in the week, the work weekend myself. <laughs> so literally there's 10 guys, 12 guys, and they're all sitting down nude on the little house in this living room, this guy's house. Mm-hmm. And I had to get up and kick the thing off, but I'm not sitting down. So here I am wiener and all, all just stand up there in front of the whole men's group, you know, kind of eye level. They're at like cock high, right? Yeah. They're cock high. And here I, I go from <laughs> paintbrushes now to like, a cock high men's group so i <laughs> well it was yeah. funny because that guy and, and he was in our men's group too it, 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 that whenever he would lead it was like all right let's uh let's go ahead and disrobe let's it, it was like he had a freaking horse dick man it was like of course he wants to whip that thing out like he could he could reach out and touch you from across the room with that thing it was like oh, oh yeah oh yeah okay we got tommy lee here uh, and i'm always like oh, is it cold in here yeah. <laughs> i was always like here. what happened where did mine where are you going <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah he was the need guy for sure love them for that <laughs> well i mean we're making fun of we're i think it's great what's not getting shared here is all the growth that we that we experienced and all the things that we learned and and i remember just things like that being no big deal after a while and 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 i take it for granted sometimes when i'm working with my own clients and and they're going to go up against their edge but it's these experiences that, that have helped me or helped you just be like, yeah, no big deal. I'll, I'll go do that kind of crazy thing because we we spend so much time and energy and bodily fluids and nudity to to stretch ourselves in that way. But it it was fun. I I guess that's the part of it. Is it, it we had a lot of fun and we we laughed. We're able to laugh about it now. And and to me that was essential. Like if I couldn't laugh at it, it it I don't know. It seems like there, it wasn't going to integrate. I wasn't going to be able to take it with me. I can't take things too seriously. I've got to be able to to get the big message or the big lesson or the big takeaway, and I've got to be able to laugh at myself too. Yeah, I think that's the key point is that you have to be able to laugh at yourself and be able to be you know have humility, laugh at yourself, and and not take it too serious. And I think what all that stuff taught me is like I was doing high tech sales in Silicon Valley before, and I was one way, and snuck off to Boulder for a little eight year walkabout doing all this crazy stuff with you. And then I came back and I'm back in the Valley, back in sales and back in high tech. And I'm a different person. You know, I'm not, I'm not doing some of the stuff I used to do in those workshops, but, but I just feel like a different person because I've gone down that, that road before and integrated into my life. And it's made me much more whole and functional and happy. And, you know, so it served a big part of my growth and development and made me who I am. So I, I laugh at it now because it was, it's a lot less painful now when you look back and say, Oh yeah, but, but it was, it was all good stuff. And so we're being just better dudes, you know, and yeah. having more fun. And it's so easy. I, 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 you know, the name of, I, I call these guys, and I, it was myself, right? It's the personal development jackass. It's the guy that's like, I'm going to get this right. I'm going to go to this retreat or I'm going to sign up for this course or I'm going to do whatever. I'm going to get it right. And then I'm going to be better and then I'll be more perfect or I won't have to worry about being scared anymore or whatever. Like we just get into that mode where we're taking it so seriously. We really believe we're going to get to a point where, 
all the all the things we're worried about now are going to be behind us. We won't have to worry about it anymore. And I think these 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 experiences make us stronger, of course. But I just see when I meet some guys, they get into this place where they they take this stuff so seriously. They put so much tension around it. They're going to get it right, and they're and they're they're going to be able to move on. And and oh man, if you can't laugh at yourself, it's 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 so painful. So I'm glad you came on here today and to talk about some of these stories and um, <clears throat> talk about your small dick. Thanks, man. <laughs> wouldn't be wouldn't be a trip without a little punch below the paintbrush. <laughs> if these interviews are helping you, then please visit the new man on iTunes and leave us a positive review so others can discover the show more easily. Thanks for listening.